Hello and welcome to the Found in the Forest podcast. I'm Craig Surhit. I developed the series around the feature-length documentary I created about the environmental school in British Columbia, which has had a real impact on how I feel about education. This week, we're looking at the role that community plays in the environmental school and the kind of child that the school is designed for. First off, from the parental involvement to the support given by local businesses and local government, the community plays an essential role in the success of the school. In this segment, we'll hear from teachers, parents, and administrators share their insights into the role of community. There's so many surprising things that come out of what we do. And one of them is community, that people really respond to the interactions and being belonging to such a close-knit community, parents and kids and everyone. I've been a teacher for 10 years, so uh, in my experience, this community is radically different. There's a real intentional sense behind this community. People really want to be here. It's, n- it's quite different than, say, your regular catchment school where it's just my local school and we just go and, you know, we either participate or we probably don't. Um, and, you know, we might know the other parents from seeing them at pickups, but there's a real effort here around inclusiveness and in making other people feel welcome and feeling as though, like, this is your place, these are your people. Parents are tremendously involved in the school, and often they are in in regular classrooms as well. But as a grade six, seven teacher, by the time the kids come up to grade six or seven, parents sort of back away from from the school. You know, they help out a lot in K one, two, three kind of thing, and then you know the kids don't need them as much. They don't really want them around as much, and parents kind of feel maybe that they're not needed or, or wanted. Whereas in our school, every person here is a great asset and, and is, is helpful. You know, we could always use people. If I sort of sit back and think, what do I really like about my school? I say, ah, oh, sense of community. It's huge. You can be as involved as you want or as, yeah, disconnected as you want. But I think everyone wants to feel a level of connection. And I think there's a lot of effort put into um, make sure everyone can be connected. I know the... Uh, the parent meetings, basically the hearth keepers uh, gatherings are our social and you know events as well as putting together you know what's happening in the school in the following weeks. People enjoy going to them. They enjoy that community and, and that event and it's not a chore to go to a to school meeting. We have to have a strong community and the only way this is going to change the system of learning or a way in which people learn is by having parents involved as much as they can. Because right from the beginning, um, we made it uh, very well known (laughs) and wanted it to be understood that um, not only were parents um, welcome to be a part of this community, but it really was a hope and an expectation that they would be. This wouldn't thrive if people just dropped off and then left. And part of that was because in an effort to sort of upend this notion that um, there is a single teacher, that there is a single individual, usually human, that knows everything, that's you know the only one capable of, of teaching, um, we really wanted and encouraged parents to be a part of things because everybody has something to offer. Parents are our children's first and primary teacher, and so we wanted parents to feel as though not only were they welcome 
and to hang out, but also that wherever they felt they had some skills or expertise, they could either go out into the community and hook us up with, you know, different groups in the community or that they were more than welcome to bring their skills into the school to share. So they could be here as, as much as they possibly can in the setting of the schooling that we're doing, or they, they are participating with the kids learning 24-7. So because learning happens all the time, the parents should be part of their kids' learning. Nowadays, we've learned some things about if you can involve the community and bring the community into your education system, your education system is going to be stronger and better. So I'm hoping there's some modeling that comes out of this around uh, that other schools can pick up. The environmental school would never have gotten off the ground if it weren't for the community support and the number of parents who have brought their individual skills and knowledge to the school. One thing I've learned about the environmental school is that it's designed for a wide variety of kids to participate in, though not everyone chooses to stay with it. Is there a type of kid that fits really well here? Um, they all fit really well here, they do. You know, and, and I see kids that can't sit still, they fit in well here. But then some kids that are more sort of quiet, methodical, they're great too because I think they like maybe the serenity and that sort of aspect of the school too. So oh, I think it's, it's for everyone and, and we want everybody. We want diversity. I'm the first person to say that the traditional school system is set up for about 20 to 30 percent of students to thrive in. It's well suited for about 20 to 30 percent of kids. Arguably, I'd say the rest of them could probably find a place here. I've had a couple students that came and went that went, I like being at a desk and being told what to do. And that's their personality and it's just the way it's going to work for them. And yet, if they came and decided that they wanted to engage what was going on, they would learn here too. One thing doesn't fit for everyone. And that's part of what I believe is is, is good around having lots of choice and lots of flexibility for people to find what does work for them and their child. So um, I think that some of the, you know, some people have, some people love it and it's working exactly the way they hope. And most of that becomes, comes because their kids are so happy. And, that, and if you can really get yourself to that place that learning really takes place when kids are feeling successful and happy and good about themselves, you can let go of some of those, but what about the test? Are we sure they can read? Are we sure they're going to be able to do math if they're not stopping what they're doing and doing math? And so for some people who are just a little more hesitant to really trust that kids will learn when you integrate and make learning relevant, um, but they were basing their thoughts on what their schooling looked like for them. And so some people are a little less uh, able to either stick with the program or they get worried that their child is going to be behind. And so that's been a, an issue, a little bit of an issue. There are some things we have to fix or improve upon, and one of them is around how do you report to parents in a way that parents are always understanding that, you know, the kids, if you had to put your child back at a regular school, they're not going to be behind. They're just going to be used to learning in a different way. So I think that's been the biggest issue is, is really getting a group of people who are just are going to trust that learning can take place in this way that looks so different for them. You need to really be ready to have your own boundaries and ideas about what education and what learning is pushed a little bit 
and you need to be able to trust that it's happening in seeing the joy that's coming from your child. It's not just about having a kid being outside being muddy all the time. Like, yeah, that's a huge piece. But when you're looking at the learning part of it, I would have a conversation with parents saying, you need to get that this is distinctly different and be okay with that. For some children, you know, depending on their circumstances, they've really found a home here, a safe place here. And not just the children, but their families too, have found a, um, a belongingness that they've never experienced before. This place has created a space that has definitely saved some kids. I am, like, and if that's the, if that's the only thing we did, I would be happy that we existed for that reason. There's a few kids that I think, thank goodness for this school. There's a few kids, they can't sit still and they, they're taking less meds. They're less anxious. It's doing so amazing that well. There's a family, there's a nest that's holding these sweet little souls that would be, that would die that were being crushed or would have been crushed out there. I think the school would be very beneficial for every child to attend for at least one year. Yeah, I think that the uh, leadership and communication and respect and independence skills that are learned here every day would benefit every child for the rest of their life. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. And just a reminder, you can watch the entire documentary at foundintheforest.com. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to send them to info at foundintheforest.com. And if you don't mind taking the time to rate this program in iTunes, it will not only help other people discover it, but it'll also give me some good feedback. In the next episode, we wrap things up with seeing what success looks like through the eyes of the parents at the environmental school, as well as the topic of transitioning to high school and beyond. But first, I'll leave you with comments from Clayton Maitland and Jan Unwin. Thanks for listening. More and more I'm trying to tell parents that want their kids to come here not to expect anything the same. It's different. We've got to figure out how to use the tools differently, how to, to look at learning differently, how to be part of that whole new or different learning process. This is just a brilliant um, idea. It's, uh, it's cutting edge. It's not for everyone, and nor is anything, right? So I'm hoping that we can find a way to sustain this as long as kids and parents are wanting it. I think it's incumbent upon us to provide something like this. Mm -hmm.